I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. This is just a heads up, guys. One, I want to get some reviews in for the podcast. So if you guys have iTunes or Google Play or whatever you have, Make sure you just go in there and just rate and review the podcast. Give it a five stars, guys. Really appreciate that. And two, if you check your feed, um, I'm on BTG for President's Podcast. That's my boy, Baylor the Great. So if you get a chance to look up his podcast, check it out. It's um, BTG for President. It's on, it's on everywhere you get your podcast on. But this week's episode, I am on it. And me and my boy, Baylor, let's talk about... Um, <laughs> we having a debate about which was better, waffles or pancakes. And it's it's a fun it's a fun episode, man. Make sure you guys listen to it. It's me a little unfiltered. It's me having fun. So give it a listen. Peace. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me this week is my man, Skinny Matt. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Same old, same old. <laughs> As always, I like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Matt, you ready? Let's go. Question number one. What's the best album listened to this past year? And it doesn't have to be new. Uh, no matter what, no matter what I listen to, I always catch myself going back to the live album that Lake Street Dive did. That's probably about seven or ten years old at this point. What's the name of the group? Lake Street Dive. What the? They're uh, like a they're a pop soul band. Some blue eyed soul. They're a bunch of trained jazz musicians. That sounds pretty cool. But they but they do like soul music and kind of put their own little spin on it. Make sure I save that in my phone. Lake. Lake Street Dive. Oh, it came Lake right Lake Street up. Dive, yep. Okay. Actually, just got tickets to see them. They're coming to the Jazz Fest here uh, this summer, so. Okay, I'll listen to some of them and see how it sounds. Okay, question number two. What's your favorite TV show? Ever? Of all time? Of all time. Futurama, definitely. That's a good I choice. Can, I, I can always put that, I can put that on, like, when I'm ready to go to bed and just need noise on, I just throw that on. You can't that's go on Futurama. That's a really good choice. Oh, I, I decided. I, I probably should ask that question. What's the show that you watch when you just <laughs> want to put something on the background? Because yeah, I, I do that too, but it's not really my favorite. It, well, it's one of my favorite shows, but it's not really like. How do you describe it? It's just a show I can watch at any time, like Psych, for example. You ever watch Psych? No, I have not. That's one I've like started to watch a couple, and I just life happened. So yeah, very I'll good. Have to go back and catch them. But I, it's, I like I watch that show like that. I'll be doing stuff in the background. I put that on. I'll put on a bunk or something like that. You're a USA guy, huh? Oh, <laughs> you 
you can't say that. Yeah, no, no. Think about it. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of the old USA shows like Oh yeah, Monk, Psych. I watched Burn Notice for a while. And if you really want to go back to really show my age, I used to watch Highlander. Yes. <laughs> Renegade. Yes. Wow. And Hercules. Oh. I don't think Hercules. Did you watch? Did you watch Jack of All Trades too? Because Bruce Campbell. So. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that one. That was good. I watched a lot of stuff, man. Oh man, that's 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 you 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 are dating yourself there. <laughs> it's a good thing to know I'm about your age then. So. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> question number three, and everybody's favorite question: What's the dumbest thing you've done as a kid? Well, as a kid, that's that's. I'd have to say when I was 16 and had my license because I grew up in a small town in Ohio. And when the basketball, high school basketball games were going on, all the uh, the police would be at the game. So they weren't really out. And we'd drive around playing cat and mouse. What's cat and mouse? It's essentially playing tag with your cars. So you're going, you know, a two-lane road that speed limit's 25. You're probably going 65, 70, 80 miles an hour. Really stupid. Blowing through stop signs. Yeah. Really, but really stupid. How do you play tag with your cars? What you you try to car? you try you try to corner them somewhere so they can't get out. I it wasn't necessarily trying to tag. Oh, it's stupid. It's really dangerous. It's really yeah. Dumb. It sounds dangerous. You ever get across railroad? You ever imagine when I did my suspension going across railroad tracks at fifty miles an hour? That's not good. It's, it's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> that I guess really you, stupid. You probably hear hear about games like that in small towns, and I grew I, up in Miami, so that didn't yeah, happen. I, no, I, I don't. We called it cat mouth. It, it was just stupid. It was just. I mean, between that and playing mailbox baseball, so. my cousin did that. He went to jail for that, actually. My cousin did too. So, <laughs> like, I, and when I found out about it, I was like people actually go to jail for that? That's a it's a felony. It's, yeah. they took they took him to jail. They had my my aunt had to bail him out and everything. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, that's, that's lucky. I got lucky, so. Definitely. Question number four. What's your top five favorite video games? Oh, I was actually thinking about this. This can change at any moment, just the way it is. Um, in no particular order, this is going to date myself. Um, would probably be um, Link to the Past. Good game. Final Fantasy three. I don't call it six. It's three in my book. I never played um, that one. Chrono Trigger. That's awesome. Um, awesome. Maniac Mansion, because I, I remember playing that on the Commodore when I was growing up. So. I was going to ask you, did you play it on the Commodore? I originally beat it on the on Commodore. I, I emulated my brother and sister, so I remembered what they did, and that's how I beat it. Cool, because yeah. I played it on the NES. The different Commodore game. was so much better. Completely different game. <laughs> it's so much censoring not in there. So It's not tune ahead at the beginning, folks, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? Is that four of them? And then, geez, it'd be a cop out to say like Breath of the Wild or something. I I don't know. I played yeah, a lot of Techno Bowl. I played a lot of played a lot of Techno Bowl. Uh, you know what? I'll go with my little dark horse, the game no one ever heard of, Mule. Which one? Mule. M U L E. It's an acronym, so it has periods after all of it. I've never heard of that game. What type of game is that? A uh, strategy co-op strategy game. It was originally on like one of the Atari systems. And then it was, I played the version that was ported to the NES. And it was a four-player co-op game where it's like you're on a, it's a, um, like you're on a planet. It's like errata, so it's Atari spelled backwards. And you, it goes through and it does plots of land. So if you get the stuff on the river, you can grow food because you need food. Uh, you need clear ones to get sunlight to produce energy. You need the mine to get smith ore so you can actually get the, get the mules that you have to buy, which that's why it's called mule where the um what is it they're the things that do the work so you go buy a mule in the town and you have a time limit to do it and then you go outfit it with what you want you go put it on your land and then you can go like walk around and like hunt a wampus or whatever until time was out is this and was then, like an atari game yeah it was like not atari it was like what was the last atari like 6200 Originally, order they wanted to. I know, I don't, 2600. Yeah, 5, there's a 5200, and I think it was the one after that, or maybe the 5200. I, I played the NES port, so I'm trying to go off memory from looking it up years ago. But it was a four player game, and like you'd have to trade your goods and sell them, but you could really start to get stingy and like hoard all the food. So you drive the price up. <laughs> so if anyone needs, yeah, it's but if your foot colony can fail if you don't score enough points, so. 
Sounds pretty it, cool. Graphics were simple. It was just we used to just screw with each other. So definitely, that sounds cool. I like that. I like the sound of that. Okay, question number five: If you can have the powers of any superhero, Marvel, DC, Image, doesn't matter who it is, who powers would you have, and what would you do with them? <laughs> the way I feel at my age anymore, I just want to be able to regenerate like Wolverine. <laughs> So yes. nothing hurts on me anymore. I can go do whatever and not pay the price the next day. Well, see, that's kind of true with Wolverine, <laughs> but it's not actually true. He still feels pain. I, yeah, but I, feel, I have a feeling, I mean, if you get shot and cut, you're gonna, I, I get that. But if your knees are as bad as mine, you figure that would at least regenerate somewhat. It'll regenerate that stuff. Oh, You'll probably be better off with powers like Superman. Yeah. He can't go wrong go flying. I mean, come on. Can fly don't, have to do, don't have to go to, through the TSA anymore and get groped by the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going, Matt, man? You've been going through a lot of life changes, to say the yes, least. I am tired as hell. Busy as hell. <laughs> uh, if anyone doesn't know, I just closed on my new house yesterday. Congrat- so, Congratulations, yes. man. That is awesome, to say the least. Uh, my third child was born. I, he is now one month, four weeks old, one month old. I should have saved the clap for that too. So, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations for that too, man. That is and, beyond awesome, man. And we're going from a house that's 900 square feet plus a finished basement to a house that's 2,100 square feet. So, Jeez. yes. That is a big upgrade. Yes. So, I mean, we're going from, we're in the city limits here in Rochester. And I'm, mo- I'm moving out to the burbs. So, going to have a half acre. Sitting right on, there's a bay off Lake Ontario called Braddock Bay, and it's going to be right out my window. So, yes. Do you, get it, do you do any fishing? I haven't fished in years, but I'm willing to start doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's Lake Ontario. I don't think you want to eat anything out of there. Well, I can throw it back. <laughs> People fish yeah. out here in Miami, and if you see that water, it looks like the stuff yeah. that came out of. <laughs> and they actually eat that crap. We're like, nah. I'm good. Hey, that? Nah, that's all right. And I'm not talking about like fishing like in the Everglades and stuff like that where the food, the fish is actually good. I'm talking about like off the expressway. Are you serious? I'm wow. dead serious. Oh, I'm man. Serious. <laughs> fish off the expressway all the time. Like, what are you doing? No. Yeah, people fish off. The, there's this one old highway called the Ontario Beach Parkway. I've seen people parked and fishing off that way and stuff. But yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Not doing that. No. No highway fish. Screw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, man, it, how is it like having three kids now? I don't know. I, I'm just tired. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's, I, that's one. Somehow I'll find time to do this. Yeah, that's a, a task and a half, to say the least. Let's just say there's not as I don't play video games like I used to. That's for damn sure. Well, I don't play video games. I have two now. But I have two and half. Two of my kids are halfway grown. Yeah. Well, well I figure I got I got one month old. I got three year old, and then my ten year old's on the spectrum. He has high functioning autism, so that that makes things a little interesting too. So, yeah. So, what is it like dealing with that? A little extra stress, but it's doable. Um, you know, have to when when it comes to like video games, I have to watch what I expose him to a little more. Even though he's ten, there's certain things I just can't. You know, I don't want him watching Fortnite, even though there's nothing bad about that. I just have to, he's not, I, he's a little behind when he's ready to be exposed to certain things, if that makes sense. Um, I completely he, understand. Because he's like, well, he's getting hit with a gun. Why, you know, and it's like, even though there's no blood and stuff, it's just, he, it brings up questions that he, it's a little harder for him to grasp at times. Um. You know, I, he doesn't get any video game time until the weekends because he's, once he find, there's something he just gets hooked on and he obsesses and obsesses about it. And that's all he wants to do and that's all he wants to talk about. So uh, we had to limit it the weekends because it would be like, you know, hey, I want to play a video game. It's like, no, you've had an hour and a half, two hours of screen, you're done. And he's like, he'd be doing something else, say, I'm bored. I want to play video games. So we had to just kind of nip that in the bud and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I think that might be like kids in general because my son does the same thing in a sense where he's like yeah it i've from the other kids it is the same thing but then it's like times 10 to 100 it just even more it's but 
you know, I have it better than some other people because he does stuff with the local charity camp puzzle piece. So um, there's other, you know, there's kids are all with autism that are like, not, they're not high functioning. They're nonverbal. Wow. They, they have meltdowns about every little thing. So, I mean, it's manageable. It's fine. You know, he just, yeah, yeah I realize he's, a, he's just wired a little differently. Yeah. In the day, I'm quite sure he's a great kid. Yes. Oh, yes. So, but yeah, just keeps us busy. <laughs> so how do you manage to get through your day? How do you, period, just like I said, you have three kids, one with autism. Then you, then your wife just got through from being pregnant. And that's yep. something to deal with among like, for those <laughs> who don't have wives who just had babies. Postpartum can be fun. Yeah. They, it's not like once they have the baby, everything's fine. No. She can't they, drive yet. Yeah, they, they have to heal, and that takes time. And, like, so you kind of have to take over those responsibilities of the wife, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I just keep on doing what I've been doing. Luckily, we moved. We used, we used to live down I used to live down in Atlanta for, like, 10 years. Uh, we moved back up north to be closer to family. Luckily, her family's, her parents are, like, half hour from us. With what where I live, the- everything's within, like, 20 minutes anyway, so. But, um, so that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I can imagine. Wow. I remember when Maya, um, my wife had, see, when, when my son, it wasn't that bad. With my daughter, it was rough. Because <laughs> my son would like sleep through the nights with no problems. My daughter was always, and even now, she's like extra sensitive. <laughs> when she was a baby, you'd say something to her, you make a little noise, <laughs> she'd just start crying. And my wife would act, pretend like she's sleeping. So I would oh, do it. She knew I would get up. So, and plus, oh, she's a heavy, heavy sleeper anyway. I'm I'm a heavy sleeper. So, but I mean, at night, I mean, baby's breastfed, so I can't really do anything with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're not. You know, I'll, that. I'll, 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 you know, I'll, you know, I'll change the diapers in the middle of the night and stuff. It's not hard because with the breastfeeding and stuff, sometimes he's feeding and she has a way where she can lay in bed and he's feeding and I can just do it right there. It's like, you know, I can halfway asleep, do it, go back to bed. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a light sleeper. I wake up for anything. So <laughs> See, well, no, it's, it's just a little different though, because my, my second child, Adelaide, just, just how different she was. And then my oldest Preston, the one on spectrum, he was actually, uh, Lindsay had my wife Lindsay had complications, so she got she developed preeclampsia and he had to be delivered at um, twenty seven weeks. Wow! And he was one pound one ounce. So that was when we lived down in Atlanta. He spent one hundred one days in the NICU. So that that was rough. Yeah, that's terrifying. I remember when my son was born, he was having seizures. Mm. They haven't like for almost I'm gonna say like four or five months, and they didn't know why it was happening, and that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. When there's something going on, you don't, especially when they don't know what it is or what to do. That's yeah, yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, that's, thank that's, God he grew out of it, but it was like to see your baby like shaking. Oh and, man, and you don't know what to do. And it was yes. our, like I said, it was our first child. It's like, oh no, like yeah. So I can one hundred percent relate with that, man. I can't imagine what that was like either. Yeah, it was rough to say the least. My my wife would cry every night because she was scared, and like I I couldn't imagine going through what you went through in terms of yeah. seeing your child so small. Like, yo, this is. I mean, he, Lindsay saw him like every day but two when she got sick. You know, she wasn't going to NICU. But I miss days because of my work schedule. And plus, working in Atlanta, you don't understand. Even though I lived like 15 miles from the hospital, that was an hour and a half drive. So Oof. kind of like Miami. But um, The thing about Atlanta is Atlanta, everything's so far away from each other. I, I, yeah, the, I know. In Miami, everything's close, but this traffic is horrible here. Nobody knows how to drive, so... Somebody was like driving Atlanta either. Oh yeah, that's also true. <laughs> my uh, my mom lives down there. Uh, so if you, you end up in Atlanta much then? Yeah, I'm there quite often, at least two three times a year. At the vortex. The vortex. You can't take the kids because they allow smoking. 
Okay, so go to the vortex. There's the one on Peachtree. Everything's Peachtree. There's one on Main Peachtree Street, but the one to go to is the one in Little Five Points. Okay, that's the best burger I've ever had. I would definitely check that out. Definitely have to go to the vortex. So, yeah, I'll probably be going up there in another couple of months. Yes, go Little Five Points. You can't miss it. You walk through that skull to get into the building. Yeah, the vortex. Okay, I know where to go yes. now. Yes. So let's get Highly off of this depressing stuff with us. <laughs> talk about our kids <laughs> and our marriage life, man. Oh. So you have a podcast now. Yes, I do. What is it called? Ju- the Three Bit Losers. <laughs> That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> for a bunch of, du- you know. Uh, what happened is, um, I don't know if you know James, uh, James Johnson. Or I Sean know calls him. Dr. You know, Dr. Dr. Doom. I love how uh, Sean says that. He put a thing out. He was like, oh, I'm looking for people to podcast. And I was kind of debating on getting into it. And I was like, yeah, let me message him, see what he says. And he's like, yes, I want you on. I'm like, really? So You're it's me, him, and uh, Aaron Doherty. Nasty Boots. Oh. He lives in Ireland. Yeah. So, yes. we get a lot of so, Yeah. So we each bring a, you know, just bring a different topic and just kind of BS about it. Luckily, we try to keep it around half hour, 45 minutes. So, uh, right now they're on YouTube only, and we're okay. looking into going doing the audio version. But you know, we've, we're only like three episodes in, so we got plenty of time until we do that. Get the audio version live ASAP. We're we're working on it. We actually just did our first live episode on YouTube this past week, and I didn't That's even awesome. know we were going to do it live until like a minute before we started. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes. So I'm eventually going to do a live episode. I just don't know when to do it and how to do it and who to do it with. I, I, yeah. I'm kind of the co-host. Uh, James does all the recording. He does all the editing. So I'm just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of just show up. <laughs> Those are the best type of podcast to be a part of. You know, he's just going through school with everything I got going on. I'll, I'll try to help out more once I move. So. I say that, but we'll see how that happens. <laughs> so what do you, <laughs> you guys mostly talk about on your podcast? Mostly video games. I mean, come on. That's all anyone talks about anymore, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tell me talk about <laughs> you know, video games. I, it could be any topic from something. Someone brings something with the news to, you know, we were talking about what we liked best and worst about each of the current, you know, each of the current consoles out of the big three to uh, uh, someone pulled a whole, uh, what was it? Keep trade kill, and they picked up uh, publishers or developers that work with Nintendo. I'm totally oh. blanking on the names now, and it's that's like, a good they idea. Thought I, they thought I was nuts because I was the one that said to trade. Um, uh, who's the company that does uh, Pokemon? I'm like trade them. Oh, They're a cash cow, but trade them. Game company. Uh, not yeah, it's not Pokemon. Oh, uh, what is it? Shadow. Oh man. Niantic. No, no, Niantic does the uh, Pokemon Go. Daddy's gonna oh. kill <laughs> My computer isn't on, so I can't look it up real quick. Oh, it's gonna bother me, and everyone, everyone else that's listening to this is probably yelling. It's like I'm gonna look it up right now because I don't want to get killed. Oh man! But I said to trade them for Atlas. So for Atlas? Yeah. Oh, it is the Pokemon company. No, but there's the there's the developer. Um, Game Freak. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, it's someone who made several like they made the old Pokemon. Yeah, it's I don't remember now. <laughs> That's what happens when you have three children and it's only been like five days. <laughs> yes, that is also true. <laughs> so and then, what are you, and then you, what are you then you drink a lot of beer. Bach beer? What the heck is Bach beer? Oh, this is a it's a spring beer. It's a certain style from the spring. Um, this is actually a local brewery. It's like cheap beer in Genesee. Cool. So, yeah. It has a picture for those who are listening on the audio. It has a picture of a what is it? Goat. goat? Yeah, all but this is symbol for Bach beers because if the if I have this correct, the um, history is you know the monks were brewing the Bach beer like the goat kicked it over or something. I should actually know that, but I don't remember. That is a weird history. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you look at any one of his Bach beers, there's usually a goat somewhere on the label. Or, yeah. Spoilers for everybody who don't know this, and I'm quite sure nobody knows it because I never mentioned it. I don't drink. 
No. Nothing wrong with that, though. That's what, no, nothing wrong with that. I've never been, a, been a really a drinker. Now, if I'm in a social setting, like, for what, my brother, freaking drunk. If I get around gotcha. him, he says, have a beer, I'll have a beer with him. But yeah, not really a drinker. <clears throat> no, I've, I, I have my one or two beers tonight, and that's about it. Like I said, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. So, yeah, craft beer is my other hobby. I'm self-taught, so. You know how to make it? I would love to homebrew. I, I don't have the equipment. I don't have the space, but I'll have space once I move. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You're going to have plenty of space. <laughs> yes. Just got to find that time, though. Yeah, definitely. So what hobbies are you into besides podcasting and gaming? That I get to actively do? Yeah. Oh, that's about it. <laughs> Parenting. <laughs> Parenting and work. Yeah, man. That's that what what do, what do you do for work? I'm a I'm a geologist. Geologist, like study rocks and stuff? I, I have a degree from I have a bachelor's degree in geology. Yeah. How did you get to the point in your life where you're like, I want to be a geologist? I can I can totally answer that. Uh, I went where I went to school, uh, I was originally going to school to be a teacher. And um I was going through everything, and towards the end, I was probably about 20 hours away, which essentially means student teaching and like two or three other classes. I started seeing all the politics get involved with teaching in the classroom and stuff. I was like, nope, I'm out. At the same time, I was taking taking the geology classes, and I was in Northeast Ohio in December. We were putting monitoring. They were teaching us how to put in monitoring wells on campus, and there was three foot of snow out. (laughs) on a Saturday and it's wow. like, yeah, I'd rather do this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go sit in the classroom and put up with all that shit. So, so you just have to be a, what, for those who don't know, what does exactly the geologist does? Depends what the, different geologists do different things. Uh, I ended up working in the environmental consulting industry. So um, I moved down to Atlanta and got a job with a geotech firm testing concrete and soils and stuff like that, working in their soils labs. When they when they go to build buildings, they have they have the engineering departments and stuff. They have to like grab soil samples and they call it proctor tests. They have to determine what the compaction is, the optimum compaction and moisture rate, so that when they build something on it, it's not going to settle and crack and fall over. So I worked in the soils lab for a bit, and then uh, then right before the big bubble, the uh, housing bubble burst and construction, all that, I managed to get over into the environmental portion, where I worked for a company doing environmental remediation. Um, so environmental remediation is a fancy way is when they have someone makes a mess, we clean it up. Uh, so um, essentially, if this was a movie, Jeff Goldblum would p- play your character. That would be awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always yes. playing like a smart scientist. He's always, he's always the scientist, whether it's Jurassic Park, whether it's The Fly. He's always the scientist. I don't think he was in Buckaroo Bonsai, though. I've never seen school bonsai. Oh, I haven't seen that in like 20 years. So I got screwed yeah. because I was going to watch it on Amazon Prime. And then when I went to go watch it, it was off Prime. No. You, know, like you have to pay for it. Like, oh. oh. And I said, if I have to pay for it for that, I'll just buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, at that point, just buy it on Amazon or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not paying $4 to watch a $10 movie. <laughs> exactly. If I, half, if I have to pay half the price to watch your movie, I'd rather just buy the movie. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen that in years. So everybody tells yeah. me it's good. Everybody says yeah. it's really good. It's I, a little dated now. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite sure. Now, if I remember correctly, what made me want to watch it was because um, Kevin Smith was supposed to be like either making it a TV show. Yeah, there was something about that. Or a reboot or, I, or another movie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I don't, or a sequel or a reboot. But I don't think it ever came through. Yeah, because I think he he at the last minute he backed out of it because they didn't give him creative control over it. Yeah. I think he was gonna. I think he. I think he said he wanted to make a sequel. Oh, uh, sorry, parenting brains kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I remember when all that was going down, but I shit, I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I can remember the Konami code anymore. I don't even think I remember that anymore. Because I've heard yeah, it different ways. That. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. A B A B B A. Is B A P A? Isn't it B A select B A start? I thought it was A B A. It doesn't double it. What button's on the left? B A. 
Left See, is B. Parenting brain. See? Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> people are going to yell at them like, you idiots, you don't know what Kenobi what the, Yeah, there are, someone's yelling at the yelling, what the hell, you guys are idiots. How dare you? How can you not remember that? Oh, when you're almost 40 years old and you got three kids and you get about five hours of sleep at night, that happens. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even think I get that in anymore because I don't have, I don't, my, my kids are older, but I have an annoying dog. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. so random times at night because he's a big baby, he starts barking, <laughs> he wants me to take him outside, like, leave me yeah. alone. It's three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. He doesn't care. And if, and if I don't get up, he just hops into bed and starts licking my face like, you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. And he yeah, knows what problem. side of the bed to jump on. And who to jump on to get them up? My dog's 14 years old. He doesn't do that anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. God, that's going to bother me. Why can I not remember the Konami code? It was even using Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. I can't even think of A-B-A-B or B-A-B-A. Which I, is thought it was just, I thought it was just... I thought it was I thought it was just did, did it once. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time you found out that was a thing? It was like in school in the playground. Like, nah, you're full of shit. No way. That ain't true. Yeah, it, it, it was. That was the cool part about gaming back then. That it was so many secrets, and that you had to actually like find them. It wasn't yeah. like you could yeah, just let's look it up, and fifty people have YouTube videos of it. Yeah, like a good example is I'm playing Nino Cooney right now. Okay. And whenever I get stuck, I'm almost at the end. I'm at chapter, I'm trying to beat it before God of War. For, for those who, who are listening to this right now, I'm recording this before God of War drops. By the time you guys hear this, God of War will be out and everybody probably beat it by now. It'll but, be out in about two hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I already pre-ordered it. But I'm trying to beat it before God of War comes out. I'm like near the end, but that, that strategy guy came in handy. Just like looking up anything where I get stuck and it's tell you right this i'm like all right look at how exactly how many hours the game takes that stuff comes in handy yeah yeah some of that be, be nice oh but i tell you what when it comes to that when i beat breath of the wild the first time because i'm starting my second playthrough i did it old school no guides no youtube videos the only thing i did was my wife was playing it too like so we would give each other tips like she'd be looking for something i'm like go check this portion of the map and that's all i'd say that's cool. Or, and like, or she gets stuck on a puzzle. I just kind of give her a tip of how I solved it. But like, there we didn't say go here, go there. It was just straight up. We maybe gave each other tips. We I did. I found all 120 shrines, all th- all thir- all 12 memories. <laughs> Spoiler alert: There's more than 12. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, before I went and took on before I went and took on Ganon, and it was really cool. And, like, the hardest part was getting through that damn camel uh, divine beast. Oh my god, that one Man. took a minute. I still haven't finished that game yet because, like, oh, what are you doing? Last year was smalls? horrible for me in gaming. I bought so many games and didn't beat a single one of them. You talk about buying games. Uh, I ended up getting an Xbox thanks to the online community, like uh, the quest for uh, God. I'm gonna try to. If I leave one out, I'm so sorry. It involved the Quest for Pixels crew, Sean Capri, Jason Lacey, uh, blah, blah, blah. Nintendo family, Joel Brooks. They all chipped in and bought me an Xbox. That is awesome. And so, yeah. So, um, yeah, the three guys from Quest for Pixels and stuff, Sheldon, like, we, Sheldon sent me a game code one time for Mario Kart, and I sent him, like, a little care package because I had, like, the Mario cereal, you know, when everyone was looking for it. And he lives in the middle of nowhere, Montana. <laughs> so, uh, so I sent him that and some stuff. And like a couple weeks ago, he's like, oh, can I get your address? I got a package to send you. I'm thinking, you know, a game, something small, something he got because of the podcast he does, that Quest for Pixels does. And then he's like, all right, uh, you'll, your package should get there in two days. Okay. And then the day it was coming, he's like, he sends me messages like, yeah, it's from Enlist Everybody That It's From. I'm like, why is this from like five or six different people? And then I got home from work and I was like, holy shit. That is <laughs> so awesome. I've never had an Xbox. My roommate in college had the OG Xbox, not the OG Xbox One, 
the original Xbox. I'm dating myself. Size like a TV set. Yes, that had the X shape on the top of it. Uh, you know when Ninja Gaiden came out. You know the original the original Halo. You know, but uh, so I never had an Xbox. So now with Game Pass, my God, I've just downloaded way too many games. I'm not gonna have time to play. <laughs> well, you know, um, the fact that they did that for you shows That's, the character person you are. Yeah, I, I, I just. I'm I'm flattered. I don't know why they did it. I, You're a good just, guy, but still, I strangers from the internet, you know. Well, they're not strangers, really. If you really look at uh, it, we like I tell you this all the time, where we kind of like we learn to know each other, and it's crazy to say that we talk to each other. What do we talk to our families sometimes? Yeah, and it's just basically just with our fingers. Well, Mister uh, Mister Surge, Grouchy Surge, just had his kid. Yesterday, oh, and, uh, yeah. So in one of the Discord groups, I want to say the make us better one. See, I'm plugging all these other podcasts. <laughs> they uh, photos of babies started floating through it all day today. So <laughs> of everyone's babies, their kids, and their pets. So <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's just like we talk so much to each other. And most of it comes from our love of gaming. Yeah, my, I can't talk about this stuff to my wife. She's probably glad I'm doing this now because I don't have to bug her with this shit. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's you you built built these relationships just by just talking to each other, man. This that's what's so cool about Twitter. Yeah, you meet so many people <laughs> with so many different lifestyles, and we all are connected by whether they're connected by married to the games or make us better or this podcast or whatever, uh, Fortress of Dota 2, we all get to know each other from these communities and then we all come together and yeah. become friends. So, I always love seeing when, like, pictures of, like, Chalfie meeting somebody and giving them a <laughs> hug and they finally meeting each other. Each other. It's really cool to yeah. see. Yeah, I know. I mean, I keep pushing to get some of the podcasters to come here to one of the little um, uh, we have two cons that we have. In, in t- I live in Rochester, New York, so it's snowing today. It was snowing today. It is what the nineteenth of April, and it was snowing. Yeah, <laughs> New York's so weird. But, but anyhow, uh, we have two little cons here: the Rock Con in the in September, and in the summer, the Flower City Comic Con. But I keep trying to push to get people to come here, not only to have the little meetup like that, but we have the. See, I talk about this all the time. We have the Strong, the National Museum of Play here. You know, uh, and next week they have their celebration. To, to, to show who's getting inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame. That is at the Strong. That's cool. I mean, it's the stuff they have. Like, yes, they have the Children's Museum and stuff, but you go upstairs and they have like, like the, the Mario Kart arcade games. They have a display cases that has, you know, the brown box, you know, the Pong, and then um, what's the other one that the MIT, the first video game from 1962. I'm totally blanking on the name of it. That the MIT students made. They have one of the computer oh. monitors that was used to design it. That is you cool. Know, the, the screen's round and it's a ball because it was 1962. I mean, they have stuff like if you want to know, learn the history of games, that's where you go. I mean, they have brand new arcade, you know, arcade games sitting there right next to um, track and field, and <laughs> to you know. To rampage, to it's it's amazing. I love it. Well, let me ask you about that since you mentioned it. How important do you think it is to preserve our history in terms of video games? It's very important. That's why I have a membership there because they are preserving things that there's a lot of stuff we lost in terms of video games and programs that we will never we hear about and we will never know about. I mean, yeah, everyone thinks you know now and stuff, but when these like the original Oregon Trail game wasn't on a disc it was on a paper roll you know we lost a lot of history of stuff and to and i think you need to know that to understand where the games are the way they are now i mean if it wasn't for the uh god it, it's bothering me the one that the mit students made battle star battle oh i should know this but uh you know we wouldn't have video games if it wasn't for that you know and then you know that that predates Pong by like 15 years. It's it's crazy to see how and, much stuff that we don't even have anymore that we can't. It's, that's very hard to find because yeah, of time. They have stuff there. I mean, they have several. You know, 
Magnavox Odysseys. People don't realize the Magnavox Odyssey actually is the first home video game console. It predates Pong. It came out about four months before Pong came out. So it's tech, the, the Odyssey is the first video game console. And a lot of people played the Odyssey 2. I mean, my cousin had one of those, so I remember seeing some of that. But like, oh man, like just being at the age, like when I was born, we had an Atari in my household. My brother and sister are nine and 10 years older than me. So yeah, you know, I played like Pitfall on ET. I beat Raiders of the Lost Ark as the first video game I ever beat. You know, and then I remember going to the arcades, you know, back, you know, it's the early 80s, you know, with my brother and sister and stuff like that. But like that, that jump to think about from the, like playing the Atari just to the NES when after, you know, everyone knows about the crash. I'm not even going to get into that history lesson. Just if you want to learn that, watch the Game Over documentary on Netflix. Very, very yeah. good. Um, but the jump, to, like Nintendo saved video games. They brought it back because yeah. after the crash. Um, but the jump from the Atari games of playing, you know, combat to playing Mario Brothers is huge. Yeah. And then the jump from like Mario Brothers to the, you look at the end of the console, the NES, but go to that jump to Super Mario World with the Super Nintendo. Well, you can even give, go from Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers to Street Fighter. Exactly. Street that's Fighter new- on console was amazing. Yes. But th- that's the thing. Like, the kids today don't understand. I'm, here's my old man. Get off my lawn. But, you know, the jumps from that to the, to the PlayStation and the N64 are just ridiculous. The jump from, you know, an Xbox One to an Xbox One X to 4K, yes, it looks nice, but it is nowhere yeah. the difference between what we saw. Growing up. Yeah, it was what we saw as game changing. I remember when I first could the first game I got for PS1 was Resident Evil. And I remember okay. put, putting it in the system and seeing the beginning cutscene and like, holy crap. Yeah. And if you watch it now, it's pretty cheesy, but back then it was a different story. I mean, well, now it's kind of been done a million times. I mean, Resident Evil, but it's kind of cliche now. Yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, back then, I mean, you know, you had the loading screens with the opening of the doors and then that took like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then the dogs <laughs> bursting through the dogs jumping in the window. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy because I don't think we're going to get that back, that feeling. No. We kind of, in terms of like gaming and how gaming games look. I don't think we're going to have that anymore. No, I mean, it's going to get better, but it's not leaps and bounds like it was. Yeah, it's not going to be, because we're almost, we're pretty much at photorealistic now. Which I'm, I'm really curious, uh, like, this is it, like, to see how you look at 20 years from now, because you look at how the Super Nintendo aged with the sprites, like, look at Final Fantasy 3 versus how awful Final Fantasy looks now, yeah. or Super Mario World versus Mario 64. It's, those poly the polygon I can't spit it out. Polygonal, polygonal, whatever. I wasn't an English major. <laughs> <laughs> they they did not age well at all. And then, but look at the sprites. I mean, oh man, it's you know when they tried to make and you look at oh geez, even on the Super Nintendo they take like like look at Donkey Kong Country or Don- yeah Donkey Kong Country. It does not look good. Yeah, it does it because it looks tries to look lifelike and it's yeah, and it just it wasn't. It wasn't ready. It, <laughs> you ever go back and look at the original Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, it looks like crap. Oh, it's awful. It, it's interesting because if you look at, like, a good example of this, and this is, I guess it's the compliment to Microsoft. Xbox, with its backwards compatibility, is awesome. Yes. Yes. I'm getting, I'm playing, I'm downloading games because of Game Pass that I've never played. Not that I've played them yet, but I mean, I downloaded a bunch of three. I just downloaded Fable, uh, Gears of War. I've never, I've never played those games. I never had an Xbox like that. So I'm going to get experience them for the first time. And I, I enjoy the fact that I can go back and buy games that I loved, that I played, that I can keep. Essentially, like my favorite game series is Mass Effect. Okay. And we we, we jump. Just don't count 4. Andromeda, right? The last one. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not counting that one. 
I'm a shepherd guy. Before before EA screwed it up like everything else. <laughs> yeah. So when they when the fact that they haven't yet announced that hey we're gonna just remaster these Mass Effect games sucks to me. And Xbox and, and the fact that Xbox like no. Nah, you don't have to worry about waiting for a remaster. You can just come play it on your Xbox. Yeah. The same original game in its original format. I'm like, okay. You just sold you, me an Xbox on that one. Yeah. I I, I know people are you know, the Xbox is my the Xbox is my secondary console. I'm I'm a I'm a Nintendo guy. For those who are listening, I just showed my Luigi hat, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it mainly because of having a family and stuff and I was kind of wanting an Xbox and you know, those guys bought one. I was going to, but then buying a house and stuff, it's like, I just, I can't do it right now. I, I anyone buys a house, you gotta, it's priorities. Yeah. That's what adulting is about. Unfortunately, you have to give up. Sometimes you have to sacrifice whether you want to or not. Yeah. And that's when you learn what's really important too. So yes. Video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when this is over, I'm probably going to try to finally get my first kill on Fortnite or something. I haven't played it yet. I still haven't played it yet. I like PUBG better, but all my buddies are playing Fortnite. I have fun. I, I'm the I'm one of like two percent that's actually enjoying Sea of Thieves. So I haven't played that one yet either. Uh, I got Fortnite for free when I bought the Xbox with yeah. X. You not Fortnite? Uh, I mean uh, PUBG. Yeah. Okay. I, I someone gave me a code for that. <laughs> I, so I have not bought a game. I have not paid for a game. The console I got was the one that comes with three months of Game Pass. So awesome. I'll cover with Game Pass for another month and a half. Yeah. Uh, see, you have Game Pass, right? No, I have Game Pass. I, okay. You do? No, I don't have it. Okay, don't, don't buy Sea Thieves. Do Game Pass or find it for like 20 or 30 bucks. Yeah, don't pay 60 bucks for it. I think I might do that. It's Just try it from You get Game Pass. You figure $120, $120 a year. You get all those games for free. Because I was thinking about getting Game Pass, but I don't, I don't play my Xbox enough. Especially now that I'm trying. Okay, then you get it for a month. Then if you don't play it, you don't renew it. Then when you go to play it again, you renew it. Like if yeah, it sits for two months and then just. It. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what I was thinking about doing because I didn't want to hop into getting Game Pass and not play it none of, at all. Because like, like, like right now, you know, Cootie, God of War. Yeah. If I hear my God of War, God of War is a 30, 40 hour game. Yeah, I've never yeah. played, I, I didn't like the previous God of Wars. I've played one of the ones I played previously. Probably a century. Yeah, it, uh, it was the first or second one. I, mean, I never really got into it, but this one looks really good. Yeah, this one is supposed to be dramatically different. Yeah. It's, yeah, this one looks really, really good. Yeah. I kind of wish I had a PS4 now. Anybody want to buy me a PS4? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Somebody said that a PS4. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't have enough time for that. He's only joking if you don't say uh, it. Uh, <laughs> if you said it, it's not a joke. I'll put my. I'll make sure I send my new. I'll give. I'll make sure the get my new address in the show notes, or you can just DM me at Skinny Matt K. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome, man. <laughs> But man, I just oh, sorry, I'm spacing out over here. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. It's like uh, you know, it's just it's cool being able to sit down and just chat about games and stuff like that. Matter of fact, I just thought about something. Did you give out the name of your podcast? Three Bit Gaming, right? Three Bit Losers. Three Bit Losers. Okay, and it can be it. found. I'll tell you, we 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 had our own YouTube page, but uh, James is kind of doing everything. He's like, it's too hard for him to handle two YouTube pages. So they can all be found at youtube.com slash jams gams. Jams gams? It's James Games but without the E. Yeah. He, oh you gotta check out his YouTube channel. He's got a he does these he's in the process of trying to collect every Wii U game that ever came out because there's only like 160 of them or whatever. Someone can correct me at the actual number. But wow. uh, but he reviews like the really bad ones. Oh, okay. And that he makes... reviews them on on his YouTube, and they're, they're they're entertaining. He's done like a history of like Pac Man on there, like three or four episodes. Yeah. Maybe I have to have James on this podcast. Eventually. I highly, I would highly recommend that. Doctor Doom, huh? Doctor Doom. <laughs> Doctor Doom. 
always smile when he says that. <laughs> I don't know why. Sean cracks me up. <laughs> Just like what um, I don't think I never told him this. But you know when he starts to show um what is the show? Yeah. Which one? We the Gamer Cast. Hey, it's me, Shark Capri. When he starts the show, right? I imagine he's like Kermit the Frog. You know how Kermit the Frog His mouth, all, his face is all like wide open like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> his arms flailing. In my head, I just imagine Kermit the Frog. Just, I go, you frog, you know, what it was, what was the TV show? Sean Capri like the pants here. <laughs> the Muppets where he used to um, announce, time for the show, dude. <laughs> we love you, Sean. That's why we pick on you. <laughs> Every time I hear him say that, I just imagine Kermit the Frog. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and when he would announce the bands on the old show, and he'd be like, hey! Yeah. <laughs> he just waves his, his arms are just flying up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm crying. <laughs> I know, I should tell him that. One question he oh, probably hear it now. Hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, it's been great having you on, Matt, to say the least, man. Oh, yeah, this is way too much fun. Definitely, man. We got to definitely have you back on. Maybe when I'm a little more well-rested. Yes, and we'll do get the podcast on every podcast service eventually. It's Hey, when you're, we're only like three episodes in, so. Yeah, you got yes. time. You got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Get it on iTunes and YouTube. Well, you already got it on YouTube. iTunes and Google Play. I just went on yeah. iTunes so I can just download it. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's hard <laughs> for me selfish. to... I, I, I'm a I'm a podcast version because I if I'm at work I just throw it on my phone hit play do my work and listen I can't be sitting there watching YouTube and stuff it doesn't fit into my schedule. Yes, I'm the same way. I'm learning to like um, kind of like when it comes to YouTube, I just put my phone in my pocket and just try to let it play. But sometimes the phone yeah. just it's a whole thing. Well, I, I have to travel for work, so sometimes I'm driving and stuff, so I'm not I'm not blowing up my data for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> work pays for my phone. Why are you going over all your data on it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look good, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like that scene from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming where she's like, what are you doing on the computer? Uh, porn. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a great answer. Uh, porn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish I could have had my nice microphone, and now you get earbuds and the phone because my computer's being a piece of shit. It's fine. Because work issued, work issued it. It's a work-issued <laughs> computer. Well, we're not going to tell them that. <laughs> it's a great computer. Nah, it just doesn't, like... Google Hangouts right now. It's probably the Firefox. Some tech you can answer the question. I just, after five minutes, I was like, I'm done. I'll just get my phone out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's been great having you on, Matt. We got to ha- definitely have you back on again, brother. Yes, it's been a pleasure. And if for some reason you ever want to come up north and check out this uh, amazing museum we have, it's great for game lovers and just families in general. Let me know. Don't be surprised. I might take you up on that. My wife wants to really bad go to New York. Well, I don't live anywhere near New York City. I'm like six hours away. She doesn't care. Just anywhere in New York. <laughs> Why? <laughs> anywhere in New York State. Why? Once we get in the state, she's fine. I'm surrounded by cow pastures around here. She doesn't care. As long as it's <laughs> anywhere near New York, <laughs> she's fine. Come in the middle of January when we got four foot of snow. She'll enjoy that. Well, she definitely enjoyed it because I don't think she's seen snow neither. I've never seen snow before. Really? Yeah, that's oh, my whole life. I think it snowed one year here for like two seconds. Yes, I lived in, in Atlanta life. when that snow hit. I may have been like two or one when that happened. Oh, didn't you guys get snow when we got Atlanta got shut down like five, six years ago? No, it, it happened. It, it hit Tallahassee, I think. 
It didn't uh, come down to Miami. It didn't come down all the way down to Miami. That's right. That's right. I keep forgetting you're down on the. You're way down Southern Florida. Yeah. We got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> it gets forty degrees. You guys are cold. Yeah, freezing. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell that story before we <laughs> Just to let you know, I'm looking forward to doing this moving stuff tomorrow because it's the high tomorrow is going to be 44. It's going to be a heat wave. So <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell when you're in South Florida and you see like New Yorkers down here because we're pale as hell. Not not only that, because it'd be like 30, 40 degrees outside. They walk around in shorts. But what the hell is wrong with you? That was just in the story yesterday. You know, last night it was like tw- it was like thirty, maybe thirty-five, and there's like four or five people in shorts. And I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And it's, and it's not like people who went to the gym and they're just going home to shop. No, they're like in shorts. I'm like, "What the hell is your problem?" <laughs> Clearly, New York. It's always a crazy ass white boy too. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it always is. It never fails. You'll come down here and you'll see people. And it's it's always ridiculous. It can be sixty degrees down here. We're in full fledged coats and stuff. Nope, sixty degrees. I'm shorts. I'm lucky if I have a shirt we're on. Freezing. We're freezing to death. <laughs> we're, like, we're like struggling. People are like panicking. Let's go swimming. <laughs> Did you see this one white guy walk around in some shorts? Like, what are you doing? It's sixty degrees. That's perfect shorts weather. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, this is this is all like the South Florida. <laughs> oh, I've only spent one night in Miami, so yeah, I don't blame you. It was back when I was in college. I was waiting to catch a flight to go to the Bahamas. So yeah, that's a good reason to come to Miami. You go to the Bahamas, get the hell out of Miami. Yeah, <laughs> Miami was. We went. Yeah, it's too big for me. I didn't like living in Atlanta. It's just too big for me. So yeah, Miami's. A special kind of beast, to say the least. Come on. We've had these conversations on Twitter. Florida is a special kind of beast because every time something screwy happens or some weirdo, it either happens in Florida or the person's from Florida. Yeah, pretty much. It's, <laughs> it's a valid reason for that. People in Florida are crazy. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> too much snow. I mean, too much sun. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> So I have to ask, what are you playing if you don't get much time to play other than you're just trying to get ready for God of War? Right? Yeah, I'm finishing Nino Cooley. Nino, Nino Cooley, I can't spend it out right. Because I'm trying to, like last year I had a horrible year with game. I may have beaten two games last year. So this year I'm like, I, will, I don't want to go to another game until I beat the game I'm playing. So I've been playing nothing but Nino Cooley. Gotcha. Then after I'm, that I'm going to go straight to God of War. Then after God of War, we'll go to Far Cry 5. I'm waiting for that one to go on sale or come to King Pass. Because my backlog, I, I, since I've had my Switch, I've only beat two games on my Switch. I beat SteamWorld Day 2, and I just beat um, Night in the Woods. I haven't beat Mario Odyssey. Actually, I have no desire to beat Mario Odyssey because that game is so boring. I'm very disappointed in it. Oh, you don't um, like it. No, it's, it's, I'd rather run around Zelda and find all the Korok seeds because that's about the same thing you're doing. It's, See, I it's think just, it's a fetch quest. It's, I was the opposite of you. I love Mario, and it wasn't crazy about Zelda. Oh, I'm a Zelda fan, but I like Mario. But it's like I was, I, I played Mario, and I'm like, this is really cool. And then as I started getting through, I got the Bowser World. I'm like, nah, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, that's Go how here, I find about find Zelda. moons. Like that, we flipped on that. I felt that way about Zelda. Oh, Zelda's the, that's probably the best one of the best games ever. That's what everybody tells me. I'm like, you're oh. wrong. You're wrong. No. I'm not. I'm not sure to say no, I might be wrong. That's but. fine, you, you, dude. No, I'm. I'm just picking on you. Yeah. I, I, I am like some people. Allow people. It's okay to have differing opinions. You know, even if you are wrong. <laughs> I'm fine with being wrong on that. I, didn't, I was like, it's it's good. I think Zelda's good. It's just like it totally changed. It changed the open world thing because there's no go to a point and here's all your points and go back and forth checklist. Yeah, it's I like that. Go part wherever the hell you want. Like that part of it. That part is yeah. actually pretty cool. You can mark your map, but you got to mark it yourself. It ain't going to tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, I like those parts of it. I like it's certainly like it's a lot of things I like about the game. It's a lot of things like ah, I can do without that. 
But all the things I could do without wasn't never nothing like too big. Yeah. The weapon breaking really sucks, but once yeah, you start getting better weapons, once you start getting once you get better weapons, doesn't matter. Yeah, that makes sense. You just got to learn how to play that game. That's all. Yeah, I'm gonna get back into it. I gotta get, like I said, I gotta get some stuff out the way first. No, I get it. And no, I'm, I think what hurt me with that game is the fact that I don't know if you know about this. Last year when we had the hurricane, that's right. That's the only thing I was playing. When it was like, because yeah. um, it was th- it was stuff out for the Switch that time, but it wasn't nothing like substantial. Yeah, yeah. It was stuff hit. like Mario Kart, yep, or Pokemon tournament. So the only really like game game to play was, was, Zelda. was Zelda. So if you're playing that for like four hours a day, you're like, oh, no, I can't do this all day. You, you need know, some I could do play. that, but there's a difference between that's the only thing you can do to entertain yourself versus. Exactly. Especially with a situation like that. I mean, it wasn't like you could turn on the TV to watch anything. Yes, I literally was just like, and this is going to make me sound like a badass, which I'm totally not. I was literally going from playing Zelda to chopping up wood. <laughs> yeah, it's it may be more of a situation of this situation you're in that just, yeah. Yeah, I think that kind of sounded me on it. Because like I said, literally, I would play Zelda. Stop playing mm-hmm. Zelda. Have to go outside and chop up some trees or something like that. I'm like, all right, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. I took psychology classes. That makes me a genius. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but no, man. I yeah, I never had dealt with any shit like that. Hurricanes suck. <laughs> Hurricanes, tornadoes. They yeah. suck. I've been through both. I missed that. I I missed it. Do you remember a couple years ago when they had a tornado that hit Atlanta during the uh, SEC tournament at the Dome? Yes, I do remember that. I missed that driving right through that tornado by about 15 minutes. You are a blessed man. I was driving back from Memphis. I was doing work in Memphis, and I was coming down I-20. For anyone who doesn't know, the Dome sits like right downtown. This is when they had the Georgia Dome, and it's kind of off I-20. I-20 runs from Alabama. It runs uh, – East West, but I'm like coming through and everything's dark. I'm like, what is going on? My, I look at my phone and I have like 20 texts and like all these missed calls because I didn't have a signal for a while. I didn't realize it just because the towers were all jacked up. And I was like, are you okay? There's a tornado that hit. And I'm like, what? And like, I then I get because I wasn't listening to the radio because I had my iPod hooked up. Because when you drive through Mississippi, the radio stations are god awful. <laughs> but, <laughs> It, well, actually, I wasn't. Yeah, when you're going through 78 Mississippi, they were awful. So, but anyhow, I'm like, what? And then I'm listening to the news, like, tornado touchdown. Like, I found, I missed it by like 10 minutes. Like, the billboards look like crumpled paper. Like, someone just, like, a giant hand took and just squeezed it like a piece of paper. And they were all I'm like, what the hell happened? And I had just missed it. That's a blessing to say the least, man. Yeah, it, unbelievable. Because it was like, you know, what, eight, nine? Well, I know it was dark because I, I didn't leave the job site till late. It's from Memphis to Atlanta. It was like eight hours. It's like an eight hour drive. So that's crazy, man. That, yeah. well, that's one way to end the podcast. Hey! Like- <laughs> See, sometimes things happen for a reason. Yeah, man. It's been awesome having you on, man. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Thanks you for uh, coming back on. It's been fun. Um, so. Hopefully you can get your game beat. Yeah, I don't see it happening because you got about an hour and a half left. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably end up having to play it early in the morning before I go to work. You're not going to pick it up at midnight. Well, um, I already got God of War. I got it. I had uh, pre-downloaded it. Oh, okay, okay. And then if you got the physical or not. Yeah, I got the digital deluxe edition, whatever that crap is. Yeah, they no, give you yeah. a free pin and all that garbage. Gotcha. Yeah, well, it's been fun. Definitely. So, and by the way, in case anyone wants to find me, you can find me at SkinnyMattK on Twitter. Look for the podcast, uh, youtube.com jams games. Look for 3-Bit Losers, along with his uh, amazing, entertaining Wii views, as he calls them, I think. When he reviews Hello Kitty Racers, that's good quality stuff on a good quality game. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch that one to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. yes. 
as always, everybody, Delvin Cox Spirits, we are out. Peace. Bye. <laughs> What's on TV? Oh, I hate that this is on TV. This is going on my list. I should start a weekly podcast called Things Joe Hates. Most people hate this stuff. Things Joe Hates will be a weekly podcast to make the world a better place. Plus, every week I'd rate listener hate. People could find Things Joe Hates on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever they listen to podcasts. Or on our website at thingsjoehates.com. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com cloud.